0: Hi Jerry. Hi John. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, not great. Okay, great. Are you happy? (laughs) Oh, I'm delighted. Okay, have a nice day. You too.
1: Hi Jerry. Jerry.
0: Hey. Ah, well, thank you very much. For what? For putting
1: my picture up on that wall. I'm like Richard Dawson down there now. (laughs) And every person I see engages me in this long, boring, tedious conversation. I can't even get out of the building. You should be thanking me for liberating you from your world of loneliness and isolation. Now you're part of a family. But I don't want to be a secondary character. Oh, Stephen. Hello. Nice to see you. You too.
0: I need was to put a stop such a to that nice kissing. neighbor. Yeah. What's that? I need to put a stop to that kissing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: not that there's anything wrong I, with her. Not at all.
0: And yeah. I don't care what the consequences are.
1: No, me either. Yeah. you're Because you're such a good neighbor.
0: I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Welcome to But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character, a Seinfeld podcast about the episodes, or not the episodes, the characters I'm talking about. The secondary characters of Seinfeld, the ones that we love and enjoy. And uh, each week we get an episode of the show and uh, we talk about the secondary characters within it um you know they could be as little or as big as something like the soup nazi to as small as like a one-line character yeah we, that's uh, we right chat about them, and uh we kind of give our opinion on that's them. right
0: yeah that's right we uh we build a bit of a storyline for each character as well outside the episode yeah yeah that's uh yeah that's what we do
1: that's what we do and this week we're going to season is it seven? Six. 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 That's the one. Season 6, episode 17, The Kiss Hello. That's right. No, I wish it was The Kiss Hello.
0: Well, you can be The Kiss Hello to you. Yeah. If you want it. Yeah. just Yeah. If you want to say that through the episode, you you do you, Ivan. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. <laughs> I shall. And if you have any ideas about secondary characters or anything else you want to uh, talk to us about or tell us about, get in touch with us. We have an email address, uh, Podcast uh, at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, you can get in touch with us and uh, check us out on social media as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, our handle is uh, at Bidwabask, and we have a website as well com. That's right. Yeah, we and sure do. Uh, we're also, obviously, available on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Anywhere you get your podcasts, we are there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, subscribe uh, to us, listen to us, review us, tell everyone about us. That would be amazing.
1: And thank you so much for the support so far. Whether you're listening in for the first time, you know, you. you googled Seinfeld podcast and we came up and you're like oh these guys sound interesting or you're, you've been with us since day one thank or anything in between actually thanks yeah. very much for the support we yep. really appreciate it
0: if you've uh listened once or lots of times yeah it's all good yeah all good what do
1: you reckon Steve Seinfeld news yeah to kick off this penultimate episode of season three hmm
0: yeah it's coming to an end uh, might be a few tears oh I think so yeah drip drip Okay, so two uh, news pieces to talk about this week. The first one is uh, our old friend DJ Seinfeld. Oh, DJ Seinfeld from Sweden? Uh, I think he's Swedish, but he lives in Barcelona. Oh, I can bother. Or Madrid. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. A Swedish guy living in uh, Spain whose name is an American sitcom. Yeah, nice. Oh, there you go. Cool. What's
1: DJ up to these days? Uh,
0: so he's just released a new EP. Ah, oh, nice. It's called the Sakura EP. S A K U R A. Sakura. Sakura. Yeah. Uh, it's described as a four-track EP exploring the balance between fragility and force. Nice. You've seen him live, haven't you? No, no, no. Oh, I thought you did. No. So, he first came to our attention maybe a year ago. It yeah, was one of our yeah. very first episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I was just searching for, for Seinfeld stuff and he just sort of came up in a Google search or something.
1: And you saw a poster, I think, in Northcote or Fitzroy or something Yeah, as well? somewhere
0: around Melbourne I yeah, saw that he was yeah. performing yeah. soon after that episode. So, it was a really weird coincidence. And I was going to go, but I can't even remember why, but <laughs> I think Someone bailed, or I didn't end up going. Something went wrong, but I do listen to his music from time to time, and it's actually good. It's kind of like chilled out deep house music. So it's nice. It's nice to just put on and relax. It's
1: really good. Have you heard his EP yet?
0: I have. I listened to a couple of tracks, not the whole thing. Okay. Um, it's actually out now on a small label called Deep Sea Frequency. All right. Yeah. Which is actually kind of a a fitting label name as well, because it's sort of when I think of the deep sea, I think of like calm, blue, deep. ocean stuff
1: and his music's quite calm
0: yeah, yeah yeah yeah. it's sort of the soundtrack to the deep ocean so yep. yeah I don't know whether that's coincidence or not it's like whale music yeah a bit more upbeat but yeah, yeah. <laughs> same sort of uh, same sort of energy I guess you just put like a 4-4 four, four beat behind it it's like <laughs> rrr, b-
1: That's DJ Seinfeld. Yeah. Basically. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Nice. So, the second bit of news in a couple of weeks, there'll actually be a uh, ceremony called the Gracie Awards, and that's an annual award ceremony to celebrate uh, the Alliance for Women and Media Foundation. Lovely. Yeah. So, every year they give out awards for people. Well, women who are people, <laughs> who are people, I <laughs> they think. are people. Yes, yes they are. Yeah, yes. they are. Uh, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> they give out awards you misogynist. for misogynists. Totally, totally. Uh, Patriarchy. Totally. They uh, give out awards for women who are achieving great things in media. And this year, they're actually giving out an award to Ashley Judd, Reese Witherspoon, and who do you think the third one is? Julia Louis Dreyfus. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't even read the article. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. Yes. So, well, you think of you know, woman in Seinfeld and one person usually comes to mind yes so, indeed yeah uh, not too hard to guess so uh, it the, the ceremony happens on May 22 in Los Angeles and uh, yeah JLD will be getting an award for her obviously contribution to, to television and comedy and, and writing and, and whatnot. so
1: yeah long overdue I think definitely well deserved yeah. yeah
0: she's at that stage in her career where I think a lot of her awards will be lifetime achievement awards Yeah, and, you yeah. know Yeah, so, I mean, she's just had such a monumentally great career.
1: And probably another Emmy, you know, for Veep, you know, to finish it off. Yeah. I think she's already won six out of six seasons
0: Yeah, or something. So, it's
1: like, yeah, one more, seven out of seven. Yeah,
0: I mean, we've talked about it, but she broke a couple of records last year. I can't remember what they are. It's like longest consecutive... Uh, you know, best actress award or something. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, she just Crazy. crushes it. Crushes. Totally. Yeah. That's all the Seinfeld news for the week.
1: Good work, Stephen. When we come back, we're going to talk about season six, episode 17, the kiss. Hello. <laughs> and it's secondary characters. Quite a few good ones today. Uh, we're going to talk about when we come back, Wendy, uh, as well as her receptionist and maybe a few others as well. So uh, it be, should be a good one. You're looking for a brand new podcast with some interesting guests. Well, you found it. Listen to In Melbourne last week with me, Ivan Pujoni. I talk to a different guest every week about their occupation, their hobby, their love for something, whatever it may be. Always interesting, so be sure to subscribe. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. So be sure to get in touch and listen to some really cool people on a really cool podcast.
0: From Mongolia to Melbourne, you're on Bidwabask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the penultimate episode of Season 3 of this podcast, but I don't want to be a secondary character. And we're talking about a pretty good episode, I think. Season 6, Episode 17, which is the kiss hello. I, I had a few good laughs in this one, actually. A few, yeah. few belly laughs. There was a... There's
0: a few lolzy
1: moments. Yeah, a few lolzy moments. And in case you're wondering, I haven't seen that episode for a long time, or what the hell is this episode? Well, as ev- as every week that I do, I'm going to give you a bit of a synopsis. Or when I say a bit, I mean three paragraphs <laughs> four so enjoy first ed in the US February 16 1995 directed by Andy Ackerman written by Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld what's the deal uh, Jerry and George run into a line. that never gets old uh, Jerry and George run into Elaine and her friend Wendy played by Wendy Malik uh, who's a physical therapist Jerry regrets once kissing her in the cheek and now has to kiss her hello every
0: time they meet hence the name <laughs> of the episode I like the effort he makes to not kiss her when she comes into the apartment yeah, he's got his head goes- stuck in the fridge <laughs> She's she goes in for the kiss and he opens the freezer yeah. door.
1: He's like, do you want anything to drink? Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. She looks
0: yeah. so disappointed. She kind of looks, oh, Yeah. don't I get know. to kiss him hello.
1: And I guess we'll talk about why she does the kiss hello, uh, yeah. I guess, a bit shortly. Yeah. yeah. Um, George asks for treatment for a sore arm and becomes angry when he's charged for a missed appointment as he didn't cancel within 24 hours. Kramer reveals a plan to put every tenant's picture on the lobby wall so everyone will know each other by their first name.
0: He wants to create a utopian society.
1: A utopian society in one building in Manhattan. Mm. There you go. Uh, Elaine, you got to start somewhere, I guess. Um, Elaine's plan to get Wendy to change her 60s-style hairdo. Oh, she looks like Betty Rubble, doesn't she, with that hairdo? Yeah. Yeah,
0: very old school. It's a very 1960s hairstyle.
1: Yeah. So she plans to get Wendy to change her hairstyle by getting Kramer to bluntly criticise it. Uh, her plane backfires as Kramer loves the hairdo. It's like, oh no, you got to keep it. Yeah. Oh, but Jerry, don't you think it's she needs a bit of a no? No, Kramer, don't you think she needs a bit of a You'd change? You'd be a damn fool. You'd be a damn fool. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so cute.
0: That is one of my favourite scenes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yep. Uh, this prompts it. With, yeah, because
0: Kramer looks like he's going to criticise her when he he does that look. Of oh, like, he does the look Ooh. like, oh, yeah. yeah. I know. And
1: then Elaine and Jerry are like smiling. like, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this prompts Wendy <laughs> to become interested in dating Kramer, much to Elaine's dismay. Jerry's Nana who we saw uh, in the pledge drive. I mm. think it was the last time we saw her. yep uh, we haven't done that one yet, but no. I'm sure we will in the future. Uh, Nana calls him to open a bottle of ketchup and he's surprised when Uncle Leo the kiss hello. Yeah. I was gonna say it's ironic that it's called the kiss hello and Leo's in this episode.
0: You mean coincidental?
1: Coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I you know. What's ironic? What does that mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Ironic.
0: (laughs) Your woman on the train. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's sort of Alanis Morissette irony. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really irony. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) A character on an air. Sunshine on a rainy day. It's like that's not ironic. That's just that's just basic weather patterns. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, they call that sun showers. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what they call them. So Uncle Leo turns up to Nana's house as well. Uh, Nana tells Jerry that Leo owes Helen 50 bucks after her late husband and Leo won $1,000 at the racetrack. Morty becomes furious after Jerry tells him what happens and rues the interest he could have earned with that 50 bucks over a $663, according to Morty. Compounded every six months. Compounded every six months. If we put this into a mutual trust fund or something. Something like it, that, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, God,
0: typical. Uh, Leo sends... Conservative five percent (laughs) interest (laughs) rate over fifty three years. Oh, goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Little
1: Morty, classic Great. Morty, classic Morty. <laughs> Leo, I knew as soon as money was involved. Yeah, I knew Morty would be all over it. Uh, Leo sends Nana to a nursing home. Jerry suspects that he did this to keep her quiet. Mm. Uh, all of the tenants are now greeting each other with hellos and kisses. Hello, much to Jerry's dismay, when he no longer requests kisses, he's ostracized by the other tenants and his picture is defaced. Wendy cancels her appointment with George to go skiing, which angers him. Elaine also becomes infuriated with Wendy as she'll charge her for treatment. And she finally confronts Wendy about her hairdo. Mm. It's a good good scene too. Yeah. Uh, Kramer decides not to pursue her anymore after she changes her, her hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the episode. Yeah. Uh, other secondaries include uh, Seinfeld co-writer Carol Leifer as Wendy's receptionist. Uh, we'll talk about her in a minute. And you know, she was actually the real-life inspiration for Elaine. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Um, Eugene Elman plays Nana's old neighbour Buddy at the nursing home. And uh, the other building tenants include Joan, played by Mary Shear, Julio, played by Julio Oscar Menchozo, uh, Mary's played by Rondi Reid, Jack by Mark Feit, Steve, Carl Lebove Stephanie, the uh, nice looking one that Jerry's keen on. You don't really see her face because of the credits, like mm. it covers her face, but Jerry's like, oh, who's that? Mm. Oh, that's Stephanie from 2G. You know, Kramer's like, and then
0: Jerry's like, yeah. oh, oh. I like how he does that little look. Yeah, thing. that little
1: look, yeah. So she's played by Belinda Barry, even though you don't see her face, just her back of her red head yeah and uh, Louise Wendy Worthington
0: a lot of secondaries
1: very a lot of secondaries yes uh, for Trivia Steve what have you got
0: uh, well, my first fact is, uh, although this was the 103rd episode to air, the cast and crew of the series credit it, uh, sort of unofficially, I guess, as the 100th episode, because it is the 100th episode that was, uh, created.
1: Yes, there you go. Yeah, Lovely. so it's sort of, uh, it's both. It's yeah.
0: 100 it's 100 and 103.
1: Excellent. And did you know, Stephen, Sue Ellen Mischke, aka okay, Brenda Strong, she actually auditioned for the role of Wendy. Oh, I didn't know that. And, landed. and uh couple like i think a year or so later or whatever they decided to bring brenda back in for sue ellen yeah that's how she got the role yep yeah pretty mm. cool huh um carol leaf has said that during the scenes with her and george he's actually writing obscene messages to her on the checks uh during each take rather oh, than wow. signing them yeah that's cool yeah yeah so you know george is upset and he's yep. you know he's signing yeah he's like all right 150 dollars <laughs> you know he's actually writing obscene stuff fuck you yeah or you know other shit other shit as well yeah and this episode Stephen is notable for being the first one in the series to feature male on male kissing yeah between Kramer and Jerry yeah
0: Kramer yeah. just leans in and just goes, mm, and then yeah, I George.
1: Think, I love how George just opens the door and then he just like looks around and yeah. closes the door. Yep. so good.
0: Yeah, I I do like the scene, um, not only for being a bit daring, you know, which Seinfeld was known to be. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, George's response was was pretty funny, and and Jerry's look sort of, uh, you know, makes the scene just yep. that pure shock. Like
1: his eyes are wide like open. Just, and what? Like oh what just what? just happened? Sort of thing. Yep, yeah, basically,
0: it, it wasn't expecting to be kissed by Kramer. <laughs> yes. Yep. It, it, the the trivia says that it was the first scene with. Uh, two Two men kissing. I can't remember any other scenes in the future. Is I don't it think only, so either. Is it the only scene? Oh,
1: I just read it was the first.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But usually, if it says there's the first, it implies that there's others. That and I there's can't think others, of others. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah, maybe there is, but yeah, we'll get to it eventually. If there is,
1: eventually, yeah. 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 And and if you think, or if you know, there's another episode where there's male on male kissing, let us know. Yeah, yeah, I'd be curious. Hmm. I don't think there is from memory, but no, yeah, I think that is.
0: would be pretty. Um, you know, you would remember that, but I can't. Anyway, all right, oh well. Let's talk about Wendy.
1: Yeah, Wendy. Played by Wendy Malik. Uh... Her character's W-E-N-D-Y, but her real name is W-E-N-D-I-E. That's so right. Go figure. Wendy yep. Malik. I think it's pronounced Malik. Malik. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's not uh, She's not Middle Eastern, I don't think. Hey. Malik. Uh, she's most famous for her portrayal as Nina Van Horn in 149 episodes of the sitcom Just Shoot Me. I love that show. Yeah, it's a good show, isn't it? And uh, she also voices Beatrice Horseman in BoJack Horseman. Yep. Yeah. The mother, isn't it? Beatrice. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. And she's also appeared in the films The American President and did a voice in the Emperor's New Groove she's hmm. quite a In over later years she's become a
0: more prominent voiceover artist yeah or voice actor she's or got or a great cartoons voice cartoons and stuff yeah she's got a great voice so.
1: yeah so she's been doing that a lot lately yeah which is
0: good. what other um, 90s sitcom do you think she was in a sitcom that I love Murphy Brown nope Frasier yep Ah, oh, what, what did she play she marries uh, um what's Frasier's dad's name he's escaping me Marty Marty yeah yeah so there's I think it's season 7 or 8 it's one of the later seasons um she like Fraser runs into her at a bar or something and it turns out that when Fraser was a teenager she used to babysit him and uh Fraser always had a bit of a crush on her and uh Fraser tries to like rekindle the love and i think asks her out on a date and then she comes back to Fraser's apartment and of course Marty's there yeah and Marty also used to have a bit of a crush on her but you know she was a teenager and Marty was a was a grown man who was yeah. married. Yeah. And uh, she ends up choosing Martin, and then they get married. Yeah, there you In go. In the second last or the last episode, oh, okay. At their wedding. Oh, nice. Um, it's yeah, it's set at their wedding. There you go. So yeah, she's like a major, a major secondary character for the, like the last few seasons. There you go. Yeah. Didn't so 90 yeah. sitcom uh, superstar.
1: Nice. Yeah, she does well, huh? Yeah. <laughs> cool. So yeah, Wendy, what do you think of her?
0: Uh, I, <laughs>
1: um. I feel a bit indifferent about her. Like, I reckon one of the most telling scenes in this episode Mm. is when, you know, they go skiing, her and Elaine. They drive, like, 120 miles back, and then she just gets Elaine to jump to get out three blocks from her place, carry all her skis and her gear, just so she doesn't have to do, like all these massive one-way turns. Yeah, it's I like, think... It's like, that's a bit rude, isn't it? It's like you drive all this way and you can't do three blocks.
0: Yeah, I think she's a bit selfish and uh, yeah, she doesn't she really too. know how to be a good friend. I mean, yeah. she even charges George full rates and also a cancellation charge. Yeah. And even though George and her aren't terribly close, I think the, uh, you know, the unwritten social rule is that if, like, if I ran if I ran a business and, you know, even though we're friends, but just say a friend of yours came to me for my services... You know, there's generally an unspoken expectation that you offer mates rates or, yeah. like, a bit of a discount or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like you that. throw in something for free. Yeah, or, you know, like, just, whatever. you know, or, yeah. or don't charge a cancellation fee. Like, you give them something that you wouldn't give a stranger off yeah, the street. Yeah, of course. Um, but she doesn't seem to do any of that. No. And the fact that she doesn't drive an extra three blocks just to save a bit of time and, uh, you know, petrol. Yeah, in a in a car is a bit, you know. That's not hate. Like I don't know. I think it's she was just, more concerned
1: about making the turns because she was yeah. like, then I've got to turn into this street and yeah. around Central Park. Yeah, I and think she was just back, worried because it
0: would take it would be more complicated than if I just drop you off here and go home.
1: Yeah, but then Elaine had to carry all her ski. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit. Weird. I did, I just yeah. don't think
0: she's a very good friend.
1: No, and I think so too. I think she's you know probably doesn't have many friends outside yeah. of the circle. Yeah. Like even and not just because of her hair. Yeah, not because of her hair. Like even her receptionist who we'll talk about soon. Even she was like, yeah, get rid of the hair. Yeah. You know, like no one likes it. Yeah. Except yeah. But, yeah, you know, she definitely... She looks like the wife from the Jetsons. She well, does. You know, Betty Rubble or <laughs> yeah. Wilma Flintstone, you know, like 60s animated, like, housewife, you yeah. know, with the, with the hair and stuff. The yeah, bob. it's a very yeah.
0: stereotypical 60s sort of woman, you know, sort of mid- middle-aged sort of woman hair. Definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, you know,
1: The perm, the bob, whatever you call it. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously physical therapist, of course. Yeah, I, I don't think... I think you're right. I don't think she has the time to like give people discounts or you know mates rates or Mm. that sort of thing
0: i think she's just a bit self-involved and doesn't think of other people yeah and
1: she doesn't have a big uh, friend circle i don't think no you're right friends now
0: yeah i did uh mention that she well i did sort of come up with the idea that she seems well she is quite confident and assertive like she's very forward she's like no no this is our cancellation policy and that's it she just sort of states what she thinks um and i think she's quite proud but i also think that you know, like a deeper part of her does regret her lack of, you know, social circle. She might feel a bit lonely from time to time. I mean, even Elaine says that she doesn't date too much. She thinks it's because of her hair. And maybe it is in part because of her hair, but I think maybe it is because of, like also in part because of her attitude towards people as well. Yeah,
1: and I think she might, like to a degree, I'm not going to say she's got like a condition or a disorder or something, but I think, thinking about it now, I believe that she might have problems socializing. Mm -hmm. Maybe as a kid she had trouble Yeah, making friends and stuff, Mm -hmm. and you know she probably grew up watching like '60s shows. Okay, and she loved the hairdo, you know, because she would have been what? She's probably in this episode
0: what in her thirties, mid thirties, I'd say about Elaine's age. Yeah, yeah, so early to mid thirties. So probably,
1: let's see, late sixties, early seventies. She was a kid. Yeah, I watched well, the Flintstones or something. You know what I mean. She was a fan.
0: Well, no, she yeah. would have been born in the early sixties. Yeah, early sixties. Yeah, but yeah. I
1: mean, when she was like five or ten. Oh, okay, you know, right, right, right. Late sixties, mid sixties. Maybe she liked those kind of cartoons with the, okay. the bobs, and maybe she idolized them. Mm. Maybe she was a fan of like the Flintstones or something. Yeah, and she loved the hairdo. She's like, oh, Betty Rubble's my favorite character. I'm mean, going yeah. hair or the Mrs. Jetson, whatever her name is. Okay. What you know, what those kind of characters. You know, yeah. maybe Scooby Doo. You know, they had those weird
0: hairdos. I'm as just well, singing the song you know? in my head. Um, me George Jetson, his boy Elroy. Yeah, Jane, J- Jane, oh Jane, Jane, his Jetson. wife, his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go through the jingle. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> you know, like downtown where they're where they're trying to like remember. In oh, what's the episode where where George has to um do the project and um and. His boss at the Yankees is, you know, he's like, it's downtown, George. Oh, that's
1: a Millennium, isn't it? Is isn't that the Millennium? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah. downtown. Yeah. 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 Downtown. yeah. I had
0: to go through the through the through the, <laughs> through the uh, Jetsons theme. i was like, yeah. Yeah. His wife Jane.
1: Yeah. Nice. But just in saying that, I think she has issues with socializing with people. It could be like an underlying condition. I'm oh, not not a condition, but you know, like a disorder of some sort, or like a behavioral problem. Okay. Maybe like an undiagnosed problem she's had her whole life. I think she kisses Jerry hello probably for a couple of reasons. I think number 1, you know, one time they kissed. And I'm probably there's probably two ways of looking at this. It's either number 1, she thinks kissing someone hello all the time is normal. Like maybe kissing, or maybe like you know, she might think, oh, kissing someone, you know, you and I, like we don't shake each other's hand every time we see each other. Mm. Maybe I haven't seen you for like a week or a couple of weeks. Yeah, occasionally shake your hand, or you know, maybe you know whatever. Yeah, or if we're not going to see you for a while, you know, all the best. Yeah, but I'm I'm not going to shake your hand like every time I see you. No, you know, like like the neighborhood does. We work
0: in the same building. That would be awkward. That would be really. Mate, I saw you ten minutes ago at lunch. Yeah,
1: I know. Let's shake hands again. Nothing's changed. So I think she probably thinks that kissing hello is a normal part of. Interaction, Okay. You know, so she might... Like, imagine someone just kissed you every time you saw them. Right. And you see them, like, every day. Okay. Or
0: every two days. Yeah, I I, I get why Jerry feels a bit uncomfortable yeah. about it.
1: Or she's attracted to Jerry, but she doesn't quite... I think this is a more plausible theory. Mm. I think she's attracted to Jerry, but she doesn't quite have the social skills or can't quite read the social cues. So to know understand. that he's not attracted Yeah. And he probably thinks, oh, if I kiss him all the time, maybe... You know, he might think it's like a oh, oh maybe maybe like Jerry will think oh, that's a, she wants to come on to me or
0: something. Like she's flirting with him yeah, and yeah. making a move. Maybe okay. like that's
1: her way of flirting. Yep. You know what I mean? Because yep. she's not quite mm. she doesn't understand social cues. Right. For whatever reason, okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a fair take.
0: Yeah, I I yeah. I'd probably
1: go with that one. Okay. I think the latter sounds plausible. Fair enough. Yeah, because you notice she doesn't kiss like Kramer or George or anyone, mm. just him. Yeah. Maybe she thinks oh, I'm interested in him but I don't really know how to yeah, address it. This, yeah. this is the only way I know. Mwah. You know mm. what I mean? Maybe Jerry might figure it out.
0: True. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she... Uh, I mean, she seems a bit, um, not insecure, but a bit um, coy when Kramer takes her photo. You know, when he when he uh, mm. busts into Jerry's apartment to take his photo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, um, and then after he compliments her <laughs> hair... That, that photo's so good, isn't it? I know. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's got to be our Instagram photo for this episode and if that's, you can find the Jerry photo
0: I'll find it Yeah, I'll make it my Th- that'll, mission that'll be our, our yeah. Instagram one. Yeah, yep. I try and find a more interesting photo than just like a classic scene from an episode so that'll be that'll be the one for this one yeah for sure, no, nice one yeah and uh, and Kramer after he takes Jerry's photo and then compliments her hair he takes her photo and she kind of giggles a bit and she's quite shy so I don't think she's used to attention uh, from other people to her particularly
1: the opposite sex yeah, yeah and that yeah.
0: again that might be like elaine says because of her hair but also because of her poor social skills um you know it might put people off or she might come across as a bit too cold and sort of calculating yeah yeah um you know not warm and friendly cool. um yeah. yeah but uh yeah i didn't dislike her it's not like she was so mean or no, so no 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 you know she was funny hmm. she's very she's a great comedic actress
1: i just think yeah oh yeah wendy malik's fantastic yeah i just think that her character is socially inept to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. That's what I think it is. Just doesn't yeah.
0: quite understand what it means to be a good friend. Yeah. And yeah, lacks in some social skills. Yeah, I think that's a fair, I think that's fair. take and fair yeah. summary. That's what I'd say. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh do you have anything else about her? No, that was it. Okay. Well, I think we should talk about Nana, the secondary oh, Nana. Uh, the second secondary.
1: Oh yeah. Do you have any um acting credits for her?
0: Uh her? no. So her name okay. is I think it's Bill Billy. Billier. Mm-hmm. Her name's Billy. <laughs> My mind said Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> it's B I L L Y E. Don't my Re R E Wallace.
1: Is that the actress's name? That's the actress's okay. name.
0: Yeah. Uh well, yeah, I mean she has I think she's got Alzheimer's.
1: Uh, or at least the early onset. Yeah, definitely. Yep, I mean Alzheimer's, she's yeah. she's
0: mostly with it. Um, in the she, plates drive she's with it yeah, that's an earlier season yeah. 6 episode but yeah. yeah she just sort of has sort of has a bit of a fear of going outside yeah 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 um, but yeah she doesn't show any signs of um, you know lacking in mental acuity yeah because
1: then she calls Leo and Jerry to yeah. open the kitchen yep. and then Jerry's like what are you doing here Leo and like yeah. oh she asked me to open the ketchup. That's right. Okay.
0: Yep. Unless she's just pulling a really good long con on everyone, oh, <laughs> she's just maybe. lazy and she's like, "Oh, I'll just pretend I can't remember what." what maybe year she it just is. wants
1: to start trouble. Like maybe she knows because maybe you know she's bored because it's established in this episode that Leo is actually. I think we had we talked about like what side of the family Leo's on, mm. but Leo is actually Helen's brother. Yeah. So he's on Helen's side. Yep. So you know Nana is probably like their, you know. Yeah, their mum. Their mum. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. She's like, oh, I'm going to cause a bit of trouble or maybe, I don't know, a maybe she knows spirit. that Morty loves money and she's like, oh, I'm going to start some shit. Okay. You know, I'm going I'm to try and, and cause and a rift. cause a bit. Yeah. Okay. I'll pretend I'm senile. Okay. Uh, no, nah, but I think she actually has Alzheimer's. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, reckon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, I don't think she has any evil intentions. No, nah, I don't think so. And if she does, she pulls it off very well. Oh, she does, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I didn't really have much else about her. Nah, me either. Um,
1: I guess if we do the pledge drive, she's more prominent in that episode. Maybe yeah. we'll analyse her a bit more. Yeah, yeah. she
0: kind of just sets up storylines in this episode. She doesn't really have a lot to do as a character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Shall we take a quick break and talk about more secondary characters? Let's do it. This is But I'd Want to Be a Secondary Character.
0: And I'll tell you another thing, Cosmo, Kramer, whatever you want to be called. The
1: kissing thing is over. There's no more kissing, and I don't care what the consequences are. (laughs)
0: So we've talked about Wendy, played by Wendy Malick, and uh, Jerry's grandmother, Nana. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we should probably talk about Receptionist.
1: Receptionist, yes, played by Seinfeld co-writer Carol Leifer. Uh, She wrote six episodes of the show, and she was the executive story editor for 23 of those episodes and story editor for 16 of them. Uh, She also appears as an actress in two uncredited roles in The Invitations and The Secret Code. Hmm. Um, She was nominated for four Primetime Emmys for her writing work on Seinfeld, uh, as well as The Larry Sanders Show and the 82nd Annual Academy Awards in 2012. Yeah, so there you go. And uh, she dated Jerry in real life before Seinfeld went on air, and I did mention she was a real-life inspiration for Elaine. Yeah. So uh, Elaine's meant to be, uh, from what I've read, an amalgamation of Larry and Jerry's previous girlfriends. Yeah, and Carol's one of them that hmm. inspired the Elaine character right so, yeah
0: I hmm. don't go. think she's
1: as crazy as Elaine but
0: uh, no. no would you describe Elaine as crazy no not crazy just just quirky quirky yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting That'd, yeah interesting
1: yeah I really liked this character like she had a few lines and I love how she you know after she says a sentence she's like
0: yeah you know. I can't do that clicking thing yeah. Yeah. I only learned to click my fingers about five yeah. or ten years ago. Yeah. And that's that's one life skill. Three life skills I want to learn before I die. That clicking thing. Yeah. Uh, learning how to open a, uh, a pop top beer bottle with a lighter, not with a bottle opener. Oh yeah. Can't do it. You know, some people can just get anything. They'll get like a fucking car <laughs> and they'll just you know, they'll just do it on the edge of everything. I can't well, do it.
1: Maybe after this pot I'll teach you how to do it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, cool.
0: And also roll a cigarette. I don't smoke. I, I, I used to. Roll them. Yeah, I just want to know how to... I've tried so many times, probably a hundred times, to learn how to roll a cigarette, and it just turns into garbage. I want to go to Cuba and learn how to roll those big, fat Cubans.
1: (laughs) Like, if I can learn... Because they're still hand hand rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want
0: to learn how to do that, if I can see. Well, I mean, Cuba's got a new Prime Minister. You know, maybe they'll open up the, uh, the tourist, you know. Um trade the tourist trade you, yeah, know, you can get yeah. a cuban working visa and you become a cigar roller <laughs> that'll be nice yeah mm-hmm. so do i mean they you know they're yeah. moving away from communism into capitalism so you know by extension they'll 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 welcome work foreign workers so, i'm happy with that yeah i'm definitely yeah we'll take six months off bid we'll <laughs> ask, you know because uh, i'll just do it on my own because because you're in cuba learning how to roll cigars.
1: <laughs> yeah we'll do skype you know a skype <laughs> yeah. Uh, podcast yeah <laughs> for sure um no for me i think the receptionist for me is like another mary cantati like I really enjoyed her character. She didn't have to be in the scenes. I've always said like to, for some like favourite secondaries, don't have to be like prominent in a, in an episode. You don't have to be prominent in a scene.
0: It's quality over it's quantity.
1: Yes, yeah. so she's definitely she's up there for me. Definitely, yeah, she's great. No, she's, she's awesome. She's great. Really good. I like yeah. that little
0: um. That little way she changes her last word. She's like blah 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 blah. Yeah, like, blah, blah. blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even remember yeah. what she says, but the last few words of each of her sentences. She's like, you know, we've got a seventy-five dollar cancellation policy, so you've got to cancel. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever cancel. she says, something like that. <laughs> yeah, she seems pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't think she likes her job, no. and I don't think she likes Wendy. And too she much. doesn't like Wendy's hair. No. Yeah. No. I don't think she likes Wendy as a person. No,
1: I don't think so either. Because we did mention that Wendy's a bit antisocial. So. Yeah, and I think yeah. I
0: think um. Uh, you know you could assume that Wendy would be a bit of a not the best boss yeah you know like bosses have got to be bosses sometimes and that's okay but you know it, it also helps it's easier to work for a boss who's also a nice person yeah and makes you want to turn up to work and doesn't make you resent uh your job or where you work and I think Wendy is more on the on the hard side than a you know sort of cool collaborative easygoing friendly boss yeah of course um yeah, and I think when she has the opportunity to tell her to change her hair, she doesn't <laughs> yeah. hesitate. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah, yeah. I she's mean, like, most yes. people, you know, if most people wouldn't openly criticize their boss in front of them, and the fact that she's like, "Yeah, you got to change it," I think she's been wanting to to say something for a while. For a long time, definitely. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. um, and you know, Elaine gave her that opportunity. <laughs> uh, I think as well, um, she. I don't think she likes her, you know. She sort of delivers the line about the refund policy with a bit of joy. But when George turns it back on her and goes, Oh, you have a, you know, you have a. Oh, yeah because, yeah, yeah, because you, they went to I think skiing, you want me yeah. a check of $75. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And, and then, then she, she, has, just like she a, has this little, like, Oh, yeah, you got me. Yeah, you kind got of look. Me, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. because it was actually when you get cancelled not george
0: that's right because they went skiing that's right she took the day off to yeah go skiing she had with personal affairs yeah i <laughs> <laughs> like how george um and it took it only occurred to me on the third second or third watch when um i can't even remember w- like where it is in the episode but when jerry and george are walking down the street
1: oh that's before they run into wendy that's right jerry compliments george on his hearing that's right and she's like oh i've never heard you yeah compliment me before. Like, and, oh, un- yeah, and, and great until here.
0: until later in the episode you're like that's a bit of a weird like that's kind of a yeah. You know, there's no payoff in that. And line. then he
1: closes the, the, yeah. the door. And he's and obviously
0: he having a bit of a you know, having a bit of a listen. <laughs> and he listens and then he comes back and you you're like, Oh, oh skiing. That's, that's why they set that up. Yeah, yeah. You know. Because without that line, if George you would have been like, Why was George why yeah. did George have any reason that's to that's
1: incredible part of the continuity of the show? Yeah, you know, like that yeah. and, and it's continuity within the episode. Definitely. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that, that worked really well. Good writing. Yeah, good writing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you have anything else about uh Receptionist? No,
1: she's a great character. What I wish they gave her a name. But yeah, I was no
0: going to say, what? Let's just name her now, unofficially. How about Carol? Carol? For Carol Leifer. Okay. Yeah. Carol. Carol's. Carol's. Carol's a good name. Yeah. She looks like a Carol. Yeah, she does. I mean, she is a Carol, but she, <laughs> she her character also looks but like a Carol.
1: But some people who are named names mm. don't look like what they are. True. So you know.
0: What uh, What do you think? What is receptionist? What do you think her name is? If it's not Carol, I mean, we've uh, we've named I, her Carol. Geez. No, no, I'm asking her audience. If you oh, the
1: audience. Not, the not everything's I
0: mean. about you, Ivan. Jesus. Sorry,
1: it's, uh, I'm only co-hosting the podcast. Jeez.
0: Just because I'm looking at you sorry. and talking to you and asking a question doesn't mean I'm asking you. You're
1: actually looking at the audience collectively. I am.
0: Yeah. I'm superimposing the audience all over your face. Nice. I don't know what that sounded very wrong. That sounded very terrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you, it sounds like something that should be on a particular website. Yes. Some, some hub S- website. Moving on. <laughs> Who do you want to talk about next?
1: I don't have any other characters. You?
0: Uh, well, I've got a couple of bits and pieces on some other characters. So uh, I've got some stuff on Julio.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have... Because there were so many of them. Like, yeah. Too many characters. Yep. what I'm going to say. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, Julio is uh, played by Julio uh, Oscar, Oscar Mechozo. 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 Mechozo yep. yep. Uh, I think he's just the, the handyman for the building.
1: Yeah, because Jerry says, Oh, when are you going to fix the pipes? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'll get around to it. Yeah. And then, you know, yep. once. That hostility starts, then Mm. uh, you know Jerry's like, "Oh, I can't have a shower." Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, and he's wearing a a, like a tool belt as well when he's speaking to Jerry. So he's a plumber. Yeah. So and that that made me think. I'm surprised he hasn't turned up in. You know, if he's a if he's a regular, um, you know, if he lives and works there, or if he just turns up when something's wrong and he he lives somewhere else, I'm surprised he wasn't in. You know, any other episodes, just once or twice, popping into a scene.
1: Well, you don't see too many other residents in that building, do you? That's true. That's one of the only episodes where you see more than uh, Kramer and Newman and Jerry.
0: Yes, that's true and I guess a lot of the other residents of the building you only ever see once yeah that's right you know, you've got Manny yeah that's true now and then you I got from the strong all. box you got was it yep. Phil Phil yeah strong box and yep. his yep. wife yeah
1: and Fredo the parent
0: Fredo the parent well <laughs> you know. no no more and uh Phil's wife and uh who's the guy uh that um uh Jerry sleeps with his girlfriend is in the coma oh yeah yeah um, I can't remember that episode yeah. and Newman dobs him in that's right yeah <laughs> yeah you only s- yeah that's true so you got them too yeah yeah uh i've got a couple of notes on mary so she's the one who asks jerry to uh help her with a big package
1: oh that's right Yeah, helping her out yeah that's she's, right yep, yep so
0: yep. she's played by Rondi or rondi uh
1: rondy reed Rondi reed say. Yep.
0: okay i'm just looking at my notes i'm like did i just mistype type ronda no 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 that's yep. the one, and then rondy. i looked at the keyboard and i'm like i is not near a so that's not possible <laughs> yes rondy reed uh i think well she is a fan of jerry's comedy I think she has a bit of a crush on him. Yeah, I think so too. Kind of like, uh, kind of like Wendy. Uh-huh. Um, you know, she, she joyfully kisses him. She doesn't just do it because it's now the new social norm in the mm-hmm. building. She, 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 she likes kissing him.
1: And then Jerry hates it even more. He does. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like uh, how Elaine gets a few kicks out of it, you know, when they come back up to his apartment and she's like, <laughs> 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 bit, of a, bit of a cheeky laugh. Yes. I like that. Uh, the only other character that I have notes on is Buddy.
1: Oh, buddy, yeah, I didn't get too many notes on him, but, uh, yeah, he's quite important, I guess. He kind of establishes the fact that uh, the story about Uncle Leo is actually true. Yeah, it's he sort of
0: inadvertently dobs him in.
1: He's like, yeah, you, he, your father won a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars at the track, yep. gave Leo a hundred dollars and asked to give his sister fifty dollars. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love when Leo walks in and he goes, oh, hello Uncle Leo, I just met an old friend. You yep. remember, buddy? And he and just Leo. grabs his collar and he's like, you're busted. <laughs> busted. <laughs> you're busted.
0: And he's got those big jerry teeth, he's like, you're busted. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Grabs him by the collar, you're busted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's yeah. a good scene good. the only note that I had about him is that I don't think he uh, liked Leo as a kid I think Leo was a bit of a little shit when he was yeah. a kid
1: yeah I think so and yeah. he's played by Eugene Ellman that's right yeah yeah he's a yeah. he didn't like Leo much yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, actually the only other note that I had is uh, the nurse who's played by Louisa Abernathy um, she seems very nice oh that's yeah that's all I had Nice. Yep. Good. Uh, yeah. And that's all the secondary characters for The Kiss Hello.
1: Yes, that's it. Uh, do you have any Seinfelders into this week?
0: Uh, yeah, just one. Yes, so cool. uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts as I talk about a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, and through the week, uh, I think it was Stuff You Should Know, which is a podcast that we talk about a uh, lot. And Josh we, and Chuck. That's right. Good pod. Uh, I can't remember which episode I listened to through the week, but they mentioned Seinfeld in one of their episodes. So that's the huh. only thing I have. Cool. What about you? No, none for me this week. Nope. Okay. Nope. Right. Where does the episode fall into your uh, episode list? Yes, yeah, so
1: out of 46 episodes we've reviewed so far. Not including... Obviously, last week was What's the Deal with Putty? So, you know, that's, yep. that, that doesn't that count. That doesn't count. Uh, number 27. Okay. Out of 46. Cool. So, about the halfway mark. Yep. Almost. Yep. Nice. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, you know, it was a good episode. Now, I enjoyed it. I got a few belly laughs out of it. Yeah. A few good lines, a few good scenes. and It's
0: one of those episodes you're like, it's not bad, but you there's a reason... You, maybe you can't even describe why but there's a reason why it's not a classic yeah
1: it's definitely not one of the classics yeah but it's just it, it, there's there's enough there to, to keep me entertained definitely yeah how about you
0: uh, number 30 30 okay close yeah. Yeah, so close yeah me. bottom yeah. bottom half but um, not, not right down the bottom cool and basically for the same reasons you know like there weren't any parts I thought oh, I don't really like this but it just doesn't rise to the level of classic episode ever you know, it's always just sort of plodding along in the middle. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Do any of these secondaries appear in your top ten list?
1: Uh, yes, actually. Okay. Um, so the... Oh, where are we? Oh, so Wendy's receptionist uh, is number 16. Nice. Yes.
0: kind of had a feeling she would appear in top 10 or 20 when we were talking about it yeah. just before.
1: And I told her, like, as soon as I mentioned she's like the Mary Cantardi, another yep. Mary Cantardi, yep. Mary's number eight, oh, no, sorry, number nine on my list at right. the moment. So uh, yeah, yeah,
0: that thought occurred to me. Yeah, that's right.
1: Okay. So she's number 16.
0: Nice one. Mm. Okay. Yep. No one uh, in my top 10 or 20. Okay. And if you want to hear our top 10 or 20s, listen to last week's episode. Cool. Yep. Good. Uh, What do we need to do to finish off the week? We need to do Seinfeldia.
1: Seinfeldia, that's right. Yes, we so. sure do. Let's do that. So we are recording. Oh, well, you know what? I've decided something different, Stephen. Okay. I'm not even going to put a day. Okay. You know, I'm just going to grab a random fact.
0: Okay.
1: Here we go. This is a long one. When Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld got the news that NBC ordered 13 more episodes, David told Seinfeld not to accept the offer. Already this was becoming a tradition. David, afraid he'll run out of creative juice, didn't want to come up with an entire 13 episodes worth of stories. It reminded him of when he used to drive taxis taxis for a living. When he dropped off a passenger, he always thought it was his last fare. There were so many cabs in the city, why should anyone else choose him? That's so Larry David. Mm. Uh, Seinfeld accepted the offer anyway and promised to give David $15,000 towards buying a car. Huh.
0: Yeah. There you go. Mm. Before we uh, wrap up for the week, I did want to mention uh, that I thought it was important to talk about what a chiropodist is because I've never heard of one before.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh,
0: They're more or less a podiatrist, there's little to no difference. Cool. I think it's just an older term for a podiatrist. So they look after the the lower body. I like,
1: have to take my mother to the chiropodist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a like a, some sort of profession that you would class as quackery, but yeah. it's a legitimate, you know, <laughs> like the chiropodist Like what? sorcery. Yeah, Witchcraft. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I've got to it's take it to the. Ekman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Edison, he's a he's so. a you know he's a herbal chiropodist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and he runs an apothecary or something like that. Yeah, for yeah. A, full of oils and balms. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah. So a chiropodist is basically a podiatrist. Very good. Yep. And that's it for another week of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can. We have an email address, bidwillbaskpodcast at gmail.com, and a website, bidwillbask.com. And
1: socials at bidwillbask. That's right. Yes, and
0: okay. uh, we're also on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, same thing, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you can get your podcasts. So if you want to listen, subscribe review rate us yeah five um, stars please that'd that, be great that would be very nice
1: and next week is our season three finale we're going to t- talk about the statue from season two that's right to finish it off season yep. three unbelievable
0: there's no degrees of coincidences <laughs> there's no degrees of coincidence And i love her <laughs>
1: oh yeah she's not bad so much <laughs> we'll talk about her rava that's right <laughs> we'll talk about rava her. and ray yeah that's right we'll talk about them next week
0: catch you all then <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.